Junebug and the Gumbo Garden, story by Tamika Bradley Hobbs, illustrated by Jason Austin, narrated by Tamika Bradley Hobbs. Chapter One The sun had just come up on what was bound to be the absolute hottest day in July in Johnsonville, Mississippi. The sound of moving trucks interrupted the sleepy peace of the quiet neighborhood. The Jones family was moving from the windy city itself, Chicago, Illinois, into their new home on Juniper Street. They were a quaint family of three. Gregory Cornelius Jones, better known as Greg, his wife Gina, and their son Gregory Cornelius Jones Jr., affectionately known to his family as Junebug. And last but not least, their dog Jack-Jack. As soon as the cab of the truck opened, Junebug darted out and started down the sidewalk, Jack-Jack galloping behind. They had been on the road too long and were tired of being cooped up in the truck. Get back here, Junebug, yelled Greg. Oh, Dad, I just want to stretch my legs, Junebug whined. Just look at our new house, Gina exclaimed as she grabbed Greg's hand and Junebug's shoulder. The three of them stood on the sidewalk and stared at the house at 627 Juniper Street. It was gray with light green shutters and three gables on top. That's the window in your room, Gina said to Junebug, pointing to the gable on the right side of the house. Cool, exclaimed Junebug. And the sooner we get the truck unloaded, the sooner you can enjoy it, said Greg, stretching his back. Okay, what can I do? asked Junebug. A few hours later, he regretted asking that question. Helping unload the truck was hard work. There seemed to be hundreds of boxes that weighed hundreds of pounds. Junebug lifted and pushed and pushed and tugged and tugged and lifted. His arms and back began to ache. Mom, I'm thirsty. Can we take a break? Gina joined Junebug on the porch, wiping the sweat from her forehead. That's a great idea. She strolled to the truck and grabbed some bottled water from the cooler. She tossed a bottle to Greg as he came out of the house and let the screen door slam behind him. She met Junebug on the front steps and had a seat, passing him his bottle. He frowned at it, but then remembered that they drank all the grape sodas during their trip. He looked up and saw Jack-Jack, playfully rolling around in the grass with his tongue hanging out of his mouth. Junebug frowned again. Lucky dog, he thought to himself. He doesn't have to do any work. Before they could crack open their bottles, they heard a faint voice calling. Hey, child. It was coming from the yard next to theirs. Hey, child, the voice said again. Over here. Y'all look like y'all could be used something tastes better than some plain old water hard as y'all been working. They looked over in the direction of the voice. It was coming from a woman standing at the low white picket fence in the yard of the house next door. She was an old lady in a blue flowered dress with a cane. She had a head full of thick gray hair that she wore in two braids which fell over her shoulders. Junebug followed as his mom and dad stepped down off the porch and headed over to the fence. As they got closer, they could see that beside the old woman was a cart that held a pitcher of icy lemonade, glasses, and a plate of what looked like cookies. Good to meet you, good to meet you. My name is Marguerite Gauthier, and this is my house, so I guess that makes us something like neighbors. Greg and Gina smiled widely and extended their hands. My name is Greg Jones. This is my wife, Gina, and my son, Greg Jr. Everyone calls me Junebug, he said. Why, hello there, little fella. What a fine young man you are. 
looking him up and down, Miss Goche extended her hand across the fence, reaching for Junebug's hand. He didn't want to be rude, so he approached the fence to meet her grasp. Her hands were wrinkled and soft, but her grip was firm. She looked the same age as his Grandma Pearl, but Grandma Pearl didn't have a grip like that. As he got closer, Junebug noticed that Miss Goche smelled like flowers and pepper and ointment mixed together. He gazed over her silver-rimmed glasses and into her eyes, which were the strangest shade of gray he'd ever seen. Seeing her made him miss his Grandma Pearl even more.